0: Welcome back into another episode of the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie. We are now under 70 days away from kickoff and summer workouts in full swing. This football team hard at it here throughout the summer months. And to uh, catch us up on all the things going on with the Husker football team, the head football strength and conditioning coach Corey Campbell back in the hot seat. Well, how is the summer going?
1: Summer's going well. Um, just finished up week four. You know, today this morning, guys are they're working their behinds off. Um, you know, it's good to get out in the heat, you know, and, and, and get running. Good to get the guys um, back into the weight room. You know, this this summer is very important. We had a really good winter, um, really good, you know, spring ball. Um, they went home for May during that May uh, May term, and then now we're we're back rolling. And you know, I can't I, I can't ask for you know a better group of guys. They come in and they attack every day because um, they they continue to have the mindset of You know hey be intentional behind what we do uh, to get one percent better
0: what are the goals for a football team and for you in particular that you hope this team achieves here in this summer
1: right so um you know i may have mentioned last time like coach wood and i we get together and we do talk about goals spring goals summer goals things of that nature um and our goals for this summer number one was elite conditioning and movement right and that's i mean that's a huge priority right we we want to be um you know the most conditioned team you know whether we take it four quarters overtime, second overtime, like, you know, whatever, we want to be able to thrive um, under those conditions. Uh, Number two was assignment and technique mastery. You know, right, it is, you know, attributing um, what we do in the weight room and how that correlates to their on-field play. Uh, During the summer, we have OTAs um, right now every Tuesday and Thursday. So they get out and they're actually doing indie. They're practicing football skills. They have seven-on-seven. So um, things that we incorporate into our training, um, we want to see that translate to the field of play, and then lastly, uh, brotherhood. You know, it's continuing to build that bond, continuing to uh, build those relationships. You know, like those are the best teams when when you have a, a purpose outside of yourself for why you push through. You know, the difficult the difficult tasks. So, um, for the summer, those are our three goals.
0: How I mean is so. With what you kind of implement in the winter and and you were new and kind of getting to know the guys, how much has it, is it easier, I guess, is it it transitioning into what you're doing now, being that you've had that time in the winter, I guess, are are guys kind of settling into the expectations that you and your staff have for them?
1: Yeah, like I wouldn't say it's easier from a work standpoint, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you have the ability to push them, to push them harder, right, coming in in the winter, it was figuring out what you had um, and we did push them hard, but, you know, I think they, they understand um, how we do things, you know. So the learning curve wasn't as 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 vast as it was uh, coming in in the winter. So I do think from that standpoint, it was, you know, more efficient with our time. Like, hey, get in, knock the dust off, and then we're rolling. Um, you know, but you got the new guys coming in, right? You got the young, you got the young pups coming in. So, um, you know, they're going through uh, right now what uh, the rest of the guys went through in the winter. So. Um, You know it's it's teaching them bringing them along and and you know kind of training them up in the way that we do things here at nebraska
0: i did a bunch of interviews with the guys last week and it was all interesting kind of what what their goals were as far as weight putting on weight losing weight whatever that might be how how do you guys you and your staff go about individualizing what each player needs to gain and take care of personally here and during this time
1: Mm -hmm. well yeah it's it's a collaborative effort right you know uh, our dietitian, Kristen Coggins, she she leads the way, um, you know, on that. She you know reviews their DEXA scans, see where their body composition is. We we know what norms look like from a positional standpoint, not only in the NCAA but uh, in the NFL as well. So um, you know that effort between myself uh, and my staff, her and her staff, and then the coaching staff, you know, on. Hey, like this is these are the weights that we want these guys to play at. Um, we we take those into account and then we come up with a plan um, to achieve those goal weights in a in a healthy manner. Because you know you can you can you can put on weight and not all weight is good weight. But we want to be um, systematic in how we do things so that the weight that they do put on is good weight. So you know they can go and out there on that field and accomplish the goals that they set for themselves.
0: Yeah, you know, after the spring game, Coach Roll said that one of the biggest goals now for this football team is this team moving from a coach-led team to a player-led team. How and why does that happen so often during this time of the year?
1: Um, because I think, you know, the coaches get away. They they, they get out of town. They have, you know, well-deserved uh, vacation in July. And at that point, it's, it's the players and, and myself and my staff and the support staff, right? And... You know, it's up to to those leaders in that locker room to be the ones to hold not only themselves accountable but each other accountable. Because you know they spend eight hours a week with me, um, you know, and the 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 rest of that time it's hey, what are we doing on our own? Because everybody in the country has that same eight hours, you know, right? You know, we we aim to be um, intentional in what we do within that time frame, but it's the work you do outside of that that's going to allow you to be. Uh, the team that you want to be. So it is up to them. And they understand that. They're, they're, they're welcoming, you know, the challenge of stepping up and leading and holding each other accountable and continuing to push the standard. Um, because if we're a team that, you know, continues to raise the bar, like, you know, the, the the day before, you know, that price isn't today's price. You know, we got to continue to up that. And with that mindset, again, we'll, we'll, we'll really be the team that we want to be or position ourselves to be the team that we want to be come August.
0: Why is it so important for a team to be player-led?
1: Because they're out there playing with each other, you know. Right? As a as coaches, we 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 aim to create the best plan, um, but we're not the ones out there executing it. They are, and you know, it's it's something to to understand that you know the guy to the left and to the right of me, you know, in front of behind me, um, you know, he's pulling his one eleventh, um, and and you know, with that mindset, right, like you have a group of guys who are passionate about the game but also, um, you know, have a, a, a certain love for each other, right? And, and when you understand that you're on that field of, of play, you know, out there battling, going to war with your brothers, you don't want to let them down. Um, and, you know, they feel the same way about you. So that's why it's important, you know, because you'll, you'll give so much more of yourself um, when, when it matters not only to you but to those around you.
0: So a few weeks ago, there was a graphic with picture of 10 guys on it, and it was called the 10, and there was a, you know, the definition of compelled on there, and I think a lot of people assumed that that was the single digits. That's not the case. Tell us about the 10 and the concept behind the 10.
1: Okay, so that was a huge, a huge topic. <laughs> um, Coach Rue actually hit me up on that. He's like, Coach, like, these guys aren't really understanding. Um, so with, with the 10, right, uh, we talk about the ten eighty ten rule. Right, and that top ten percent being you know your elite guys, you know they're they, they do everything the right way, they hold themselves to a high standard, they hold their teammates to a high standard, um they do whatever it takes you know to be successful, um, and they bring guys along with them, and you know that's where we we aim for everybody on this team to be um and that's that top ten percent right and in that ten eighty ten rule, right you have the middle eighty percent that essentially could be swayed either way, you know um. And then you know you have that tail end at bottom 10%, and you know those are guys that uh, really don't understand or buy into the way in which we want to do things. So we want to be a team of individuals who strive to be in that 10%, but also bring others along with them. So when you see that number raise above 10, you know that's why um, we we, we want a culture of as guys climb you know they lift others up and pull them into that 10 percent because if you have if you have a team full of guys who have that 10 percent mindset that that elite work ethic again you know uh, you you position yourself to be a really good team come august
0: makes sense so that's why the graphic the number of guys have gotten bigger and bigger each week
1: yes and and and, you know that's the hope right and again you know kind of talking about how the the standard continues to to raise every week, right? Like what was good enough the week before? That's the that's the bar now. That's the standard. It, it won't be good enough, you know, that next week. And um, we we go into evaluation of that myself, uh, my staff, and we take a lot of factors into account. You know, it, it is it's as much the weight room and conditioning as it is being on time to study hall, as it is showing up to your meals on time. Um, so that criteria, you know, it's hard. And and, and those guys, they want to be a part of it. When they're not, they're questioning, like, hey, coach, what can I do, right? What more do you need to see out of me in order for me to to be a part of that list? So um, I love the way the guys are buying into it. And, you know, my hope is that that list continues to grow because if we have a team full of 10 percenters, um, we're going to be a, a, a tough team to deal with. Um, come to fall.
0: That's awesome. So, when you first laid it out, was it, I mean, and then people just continue to buy into it and buy into it? Is that kind of how it goes?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's like they, they see the example that their teammates are setting. Like those guys that do make make the 10, you know, the, their teammates are, are looking at them and it's like, you know, hey, what is he doing that I'm not doing, right? How is he um, impacting others? How is he influencing others, uh, you know, to, to work a little bit harder, to push themselves a little bit more? Um, and then they go out there and they do that. You know, and then when you have, we talk about it all the time, when, when you as an individual um, set that precedence and then you hold your room accountable to it and then your side of the ball accountable to it and then your entire team accountable to it, then you will have a team full of 10 percenters.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Seems like just overall the the way that you guys attack the summer, it's it's very strategic. I mean, you guys are in the weight room, but then there's also what you're seeing the volunteer part of it, just mm-hmm. the activities, the paintball, hanging out in that regard too. And we're going to talk to Gus Felder coming up. But I, I mean, how all of that? How important is all of that to this time for this team?
1: It's super important, and I think it goes back to our goals, right? One of them being brotherhood and you know when we talk to our team like the guys talk a lot about unity about togetherness and we're going to work hard right like you know that's that that's that's the price of it but we also want you we also want the guys to understand that you build the best teams outside of this building when you hang out with each other when you go do things with each other when you learn things about teammates um and hang out with teammates that you normally wouldn't hang out with um, and so, the more that we can put things in place to foster, you know, that brotherhood and that unity, the better. And the summer is, is, is there's no more perfect time to do it because you know the class load isn't as much as it is in the in the fall and in the spring. Right, they're uh, they're here working out, um, and you know they got a lot of downtime. So it's filling that downtime with. Um, with team activities, right, that they find fun, we get we get a, we get a lot of their input. Um, Gus gets a lot of their input on what they'd be interested in doing. So now they have a little bit of ownership in it, so they want to show up and they want to do it. Um, and then they expose, you know, some teammates to different things that they may that they may have never done. So it's a huge part of what we do um, during the summer during the summer months. And you know, again, it's just, it's fostering the uh, the brotherhood and the unity that we're looking to foster.
0: You know one of the other big parts of the summer for this staff and Coach Roll said that on his introductory press conference that camps are going to be a very big part of what you guys do here and it has been crazy. I've seen kids running around all ages all throughout the month of June. How has the first camp season gone for you guys? Ooh,
1: camp was camp was camp was good. You know it was um, it was good to see a lot of the uh, the young athletes. You know high school athletes, but all the way down to you know the elementary school kids come in here because. Not a lot of times will they be able to experience what they experience, you know, going in and practicing and doing drills in Memorial Stadium or, you know, in the Hawks, right? Like the community's support of, of, you know, this this institution, you know, and our program is huge. So it was cool to be able to, to, to let them experience some things that, you know, the people that they watch on TV get to experience.
0: And you guys even found some uh, potential... Huskers, future Huskers.
1: Yep, yep, we did, you know, and that's, that's another part of it too. It's as much, you know, evaluation on our standpoint, you know, as it is, you know, wanting to be a presence in the community, like kids come out and they put their best foot forward, um, you know, in hopes to get noticed. And, you know, we did, you know, so we had some really good athletes come out, uh, put up some good numbers, put some good things on tape and, you know, coaches took notice. So, um, camp season was good, you know, and it, it's it's our first one, right, so you know I'm only expecting them to improve from here
0: well, I, I can't let you get out of here without asking you again, of course about the new weight room it's coming yeah. along, and you guys are still hoping to be in there by the fall, right
1: you know what I'm hoping we're in there if we're <laughs> not hey you know we uh we have a we have a really good weight room to mm-hmm. train in now. Um, You know, my hope is, you know, that we're in there as soon as we can be, but, you know, not a minute before it's, you know, built and and done uh, in proper fashion. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait to get in there. But at the end of the day, we still have a really good weight room where we can get some really good work in. And, you know, like I said, a 45-pound plate is going to weigh 45 pounds whether you're in a new facility or you're in the one that we got now. So
0: I love that. I went in there the other day. It is huge. It's massive. It, it's unbelievable how much space you're going to have to it's work massive. with. It's massive.
1: And, I, and that, I think that's the one thing I, I, I'm looking forward to is the amount of space, you know, that we have. And it's like if we if we ever needed to get the, the full team in there, um, we have the ability to do that, you know, have the ability to, to not, you know, be congested. Um, so I am I'm looking forward to having a lot of space to work around there.
0: Well, you heard me say we're under 70 days mm-hmm. from kickoff. How does that sound?
1: Amazing. You know, I... Uh, <laughs> The spring game gave me a little bit of a taste um, about what it'll what it'll be like to play in Memorial Stadium, but you know I have goosebumps thinking about going out there and when we kick off in the fall. So I'm super excited about it. Um, can't wait to get there, but really focused on today, you know. And then and just that's the same message we tell our guys like handle today, you know, go one and oh today. And our mindset is. Every day that we have training, you know, it's 70 days away. Well, for 70 days, we got to go 1-0 so that when it does kick off, we can go 1-0 that day too.
0: Corey Campbell, I know it's a busy time, so appreciate you chatting with us and uh, giving your perspective on how things are going this summer.
1: Of course. I appreciate you having me.